Good morning. From Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Bridgetown, Nova Scotia, you are listening to The Winning Side. Good morning, Annapolis Valley. Pastor Brandon Lake coming to you from Valadai, Antique Province in the Philippines this morning. Actually, uh, things are still going on as usual at Amazing Grace Baptist Church, but we are on a missions trip to visit our good friend Ray Amalio and the work in Valadai, Solid Rock Baptist Church, and El Bethel Bible Camp, which we've had a hand in building. And so we're so glad to be here. Of course, things are going on as usual at home. Services at 10 a.m., 11, and 5 p.m. as well, and I know that you're going to be blessed with the singing and also with the preaching of God's Word, and so I encourage you to be there. It's a great opportunity that we have many times in a year to take the gospel to different parts of the world. We were blessed last year to be able to go to Germany, uh, Czechia, we visited South Tyrol, um, Navajo Reservation in Arizona, trying to think of others this year. We're headed to the Philippines Well, we're here now, and uh, we're so thankful for the opportunity to spread the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, not only here in our own Jerusalem, but also unto the uttermost parts of the earth. It's such a tremendous blessing. So we hope you'll join us at home for church today. You can look us up on our website as well, www.amazinggracebridgetown.ca. Contact us by phone, 902-665-4015 or by mail, P.O. Box 744, Bridgetown, Nova Scotia, B0S1C0. We always love to hear from our faithful listeners. We're listening to a song before the message this morning from the Jonathan Ellis family. It's entitled, The Only Thing He Bought Was Me.
What a wonderful thought and song that is. We're going to look in the Bible at Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. These are very familiar verses to Christians. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. The Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I want to give you an illustration of this, I guess, out of the book of 2 Kings chapter number 1. I was reading in my Bible this week, and this, this thought really struck me. We have King Ahaziah reigning over Israel here, and uh, the Bible says in verse number 2, Ahaziah fell down through a lattice in his upper chamber that was in Samaria and was sick. And he sent messengers and said unto them, Go inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I shall recover of this disease. And this baffled me. I mean, this is the same Israel whom God Almighty, Jehovah, by his almighty hand, led out of the, the captivity that was in Egypt and, and the great miracles they saw Moses perform there. I mean, the ten plagues, all of those things, the crossing of the Red Sea, the shaking of Mount Sinai, the wanderings through the wilderness where God never allowed their shoes to wear out and fed them with manna from heaven. All this, it's this Israel, the king of this Israel, Ahaziah. And he's sick. He has a need. And he, and he says to his servants, he said, I want you to go down to Ekron, and I want you to ask of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I'm going to get better or not. Folks, why is it that so many times as Christians, God, the God of heaven, is a last resort? I'm thankful for the medical field. I'm thankful for medicine. I'm thankful for doctors. I'm, I'm thankful for all of these, the, the modern technologies that help us to be able to diagnose diseases early. And 
the general principle here is not necessarily the fact that he was sick, but why was it that when Ahaziah was in his time of greatest need, he sought after a false god when the God of Israel was the almighty God, Jehovah? And why is it, friends, that we always, you know, the banks make a lot of money off people who go to the bank before they go to God. The car companies make a lot of money off people who have broke down cars who go to the car company before they go to God. Why is it that God is always a last resort? I often hear people say, well, you know, I can't do much. There's not really much I can do to help, but I mean, at least I can pray. At least you can pray? Praying is the best thing that you can do. I want, to, I want you to see what, what Elijah, Elijah, the prophet of God, said in response. The angel of the Lord in verse number three said to Elijah the Tishbite, Arise, go up to meet the messengers of the king of Samaria and say unto them, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that ye go to inquire of Baal, the God of Ekron? He says, Is there no God in heaven? Is that why you're going to Beelzebub, the, the God of Ekron? There is a God in heaven. And my friend, I want to assure you this morning, there is a God in heaven, and he is an ever-present help in time of need. People say, well, I, I don't know how to talk to God. I don't know how to get a hold of God. Listen, folks, God has given us a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. How do you talk to God? You talk to him just like you would talk to your father. When you're in need, when you have doubts, when there are situations arising in life that there's no answers to. There is a God. He's our God. If you know him as your personal Lord and Savior, now I'm taking for granted I'm talking to Christians this morning. Maybe you don't know Christ as your Savior. Maybe you've never put your faith and trust in Christ, and you're trying every other resource that's out there for hope, for peace, for joy, and they're not working. Why don't you try Christ? He is the hope for the hopeless. He's a father to the fatherless. He is the prince of peace, the everlasting father. He's all. He's the all in all. Jesus said of himself, he said, I am that I am. He is. He's one to turn to, dear friend, in time of trouble. But Ahaziah here, he goes to Beelzebub, the god of Ekron. Elijah the prophet goes on, he says, Now therefore thus saith the Lord, Thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. And Elijah departed. Why won't people call on God? You know, people that are looking for peace, people that need hope, people that are have resorted to every other dependency, alcohol, drugs, uh, promiscuity, They've resorted to every single pleasure of the flesh to try and find some fulfillment, try and find some answers in life. Dear friend, what about the God of Israel? What about Almighty God? Dear friend, he, he should not be our last resort. He should be our first resort. You know, when it comes to, you know, getting to God, when it comes to going to heaven when you die, he's the only resort. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He's the only way to the Father. 
when it comes to answers for the complicated questions in life. People are asking me all the time, why does God allow this to happen? Or why does God allow that to happen? Or if God is so holy and righteous and all-powerful, why did he let hurt come into the world? You know who has the answers to that? God. God. And God doesn't have to justify himself to us. But he is the answer. The Bible says in Romans 8, 28, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. When you know God, when you know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, and you have a relationship with the Father, you realize that we are going to be tormented in this life. We are going to have trouble in this life. Uh, we're told in Scripture, we're born unto trouble as the sparks fly upward. I believe it was Job that said that. David said, in sin did my mother conceive me. Conceive me. Bad things happen to us. Bad things happen in the world because we are sinners and we are born into a world of sin. But dear friend, there's an answer. There's one to go to. And it's not Baal's above a Vecron. You know that the real ill, no matter how sick you may be in your flesh, the real ill is the ill of your soul. You've got to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You may die as a result of a disease here in this life, but your eternal soul will be damned to hell if you don't have Christ as your Savior. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name given under heaven whereby we must be saved. Folks, I'm trying to say don't make God your last resort like Ahaziah did here. Make God your go-to. Go to him in your time of trouble. Wait on him. The Bible says, They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Dear friend, Jesus is the answer for whatever is wrong in your life. And I pray you'll trust him as your Lord and Savior. And you will trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. And he'll not only put you on the winning side, he'll keep you on the winning side. Thank you for listening to the program today. I pray that something that's been said will be an encouragement and a blessing to you. And we'd sure love to hear from you if it has. www.amazinggracebridgetown.ca Father, we pray that you would bless the seed planted in the ears of the hearers. God, may someone trust you as their personal Lord and Savior today. Lord, may we as Christians trust in you always, knowing that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. We ask it all in the name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Join me next week as I have a special guest coming on the program, Dr. George Antonius of Counsel and Might on YouTube. He's going to be dealing with the very difficult subject of the Christian and conspiracy theories. So join me next week. Until next time, God bless you, and may you continually seek him in your life. <laughs>